Welcome to the Move the Stairs podcast by the Denver-based public relations strategist at MNC Communications. We help clients from the CBD industry to nonprofits and beyond tackle their toughest communications challenges and protect their brand using our state-of-the-art tools and strategies. I'm president and founder, Diane Mulligan. For us, public relations is all about brand protection. We are experts in growing active communities, deflecting negative public relations, and building trust to help our clients stand head and shoulders above competitors. I'm Vice President Sarah Beatty. We're all former journalists. We've been in front of the camera and behind the scenes. We call our experience insider media relations, helping clients turn crisis communications and media relations challenges into opportunities that bolster the bottom line. And I'm PR manager Jordan Sherman. At MNC, we craft distinctive and effective solutions for your communications challenges. We call it our Move the Stairs philosophy. On this podcast, we share our best ideas for brand protection, crisis communications, media relations, and more. Let's get right to it. This week's Move the Stairs podcast. We're so excited for you to join us on the chat today. And if you're listening afterward on the podcast, or maybe you're watching our YouTube stream, um, we're so glad you're watching the replay or listening to the replay. We're always here to help you tackle those biggest PR challenges. And, you know, today we're talking to CBD business owners about why it's really important to continue to educate your customers And by this end of this episode, you're going to see the value in continually educating your customers on the CBD basics. And I think for so many business owners, that kind of gets lost. They're like, we should be talking about CBG and CBN and all the other stuff that's coming down the pike. But we want you to listen very carefully about why you want to continue that basic CBD information. Right. It's going to be a fascinating conversation. So as per usual, we're going to break this down into many conversations. First, you're going to learn why it's so important to continually educate about the basics of CBD. Then we're going to give you some strategies for making your CBD education interesting, right? Because I think everybody feels like, oh, I don't want to talk about that. It's boring. Nope. We're going to help you make it interesting and informative for your target audience as well as yourself. And finally, we're gonna deep dive into how being inclusive in your outreach can be a real differentiating factor, something that really sets you apart in your CBD outreach and education. So if you're joining us live, jump into the conversation. Don't be shy, we don't bite that hard, right? My little chihuahua bites harder than me. So well, some of us question. don't, apparently. I don't know, Jordan. <laughs> Different <laughs> podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we want to hear from you. Do you ever get tired of educating on the basics of CBD and feel like you really need to go to that next level and should be getting into more details on CBG, CBN, uh, maybe another uh, level of difficulty that you know is outside of the realm of basics? We want to hear from you because that's what ultimately we want to help you do. Right. And keep in mind, there's always a free downloadable. Um, This week, it is the audience analyzer. And we'll help you understand why that's a really useful document. You can get that on our website at the movethestairs.com blog post. We link to it 
in the blog for each week. So make sure you go and download that audience analyzer. It's actually really fascinating. I could spend a lot of time like analyzing and getting into the details of, of exactly who you're talking to, why you're talking to them, and where do you reach them. Um, so a really handy document to um, help analyze that information. It's really important to know who you're talking to. And so let's, we're talking to you. So we're going to ask you the first question, which is, why is it important to continually educate your customers about the basics of CBD? You know, so many times I have been out talking to clients and they will say, oh, you know, everybody knows about CBD. Uh, the reality is that they don't. And so I understand that you want to take them to the next level. But here's some research that I think is really important for you to understand about where customers are right now as far as their education. So Invisibly's real-time research survey of more than a thousand people showed 58% of the respondents didn't know the difference between CBD and THC containing products such as marijuana. They, just, they don't even understand it. And wow. while it's right to assume that people who don't use CBD or marijuana don't realize there's a difference about the psychoactive compound and the non-psychoactive compound, you know, it was still just like 68% of those who use it were aware of the difference. And less than two thirds of those CBD users really understood the difference. So that was fascinating to me. What that says is that 36%, I'm sending a lot of numbers here, but this is the one I really want you to hear. 30%, 36% said they didn't know and they expected the same type of high from CBD as they do from marijuana, from THC products. And that's, that's probably why more than half the people in the survey who had not tried CBD said they won't try CBD. Think about that. I bet that. they were disappointed. <laughs> yes. Well, but right. you know, the other way to look at that is that there's a lot of people out there who don't understand the wellness properties mm -hmm. and they think they're going to get high because they don't understand the difference between the two. And when you're talking about that, you're losing customers because mm -hmm. we all know the benefits. And we're learning about more benefits every day. But if you're not constantly educating, and remember, while well, you're educating your customers, you're educating your customers to educate their friends and their family. So the reinforcement of that information is really, really important. Well, I think another thing that happens here is um, that you feel like, well, I've already talked about that. So everybody's up, you know, up on it. Well, are you talking to the exact same group every time? Hopefully not. Hopefully you're adding new customers, right? New people are finding your products and coming to you and they may not have heard, they may not know. So education is not a one and done kind of thing. You don't just say it. We have children, right? You don't just say it one time and it happens and they pick up their room and they do what you ask them to do. Education is a constant, constant project so that you have to, you know, find fresh, interesting new ways to convey um, some of the ground that you feel like you may have covered before. And I think the other component of this is that so many CBD business owners feel like I want to I want to be um, 
I want to set the standard. I want to be out right. in front. I want to be that thought leader. I want people to know how much I know, how smart I am, how far ahead we are with our products. And that's all great. And that can be a really important component of your outreach. Mm -hmm. But it means that you're talking CBD 401 when your customers are not comfortable with CBD 101 yet. And to that point, Sarah, you know, it, when you're getting into the wellness industry and you're really thinking about the types of people who are looking at those products, they are down to earth. They want to know exactly what it's made out of. These are the people who you see at the grocery store um, scanning the uh, ingredients the list. Right. Exactly. They want to know. So if they're flying blind into your product, they may not know the difference between, you know, one milligram dose versus another milligram dose. And that could be really important because a number that may seem really high in, um, you know, no pun intended there, but a number that may seem large in actuality may be much smaller um, than how things are, are being conveyed to them just by looking at the label. That education um, is so important for building that foundation of how they understand and how they're looking at your products. Also, I think speaking about your CBD the same way over and over again, using the same words, why do you think the car companies buy all those ads? <laughs> it's the same ad, right? Over and over. Sometimes you're going to see the same ad two and three times in the same show because it takes a while for us to get it in our heads. And the simpler that you can be with what you're telling them. And the, the, the number of times that you can repeat it will really make a difference in it actually sinking in. And then you will hear them repeat it because mm -hmm. they become your brand ambassadors and because they now get it. That's how you build brand protection. That's why we call brand protection, brand protection PR. You hear us say it over and over again. In this podcast, in this vlog, you'll hear move the stairs, you'll hear brand protection PR. There are certain keywords that we use over and over again. You need to do the same thing with your CBD messaging and with your basic education because they're not going to get into all the details when they're talking to family and friends, but they can give them enough to get them interested and get them out of that 36% who say, I'm never going to try it. Why are they doing that? That's fear, that's lack of knowledge. That's all the things that you are battling against. And if you're the one who can teach them, who do you think they're going to buy from? Could not well, agree more. Yeah, that's that component of brand building. So just like you said, Diane, I mean, what, what we do is brand protection. And that's just, you know, it's like that packaging that you have. I got actually my, my face stuff the other day, the stuff that you and I use, Diane, the beautiful AOC uh, face oil, glow oil. And they send it in this gorgeous box mm -hmm. and they send it in this beautiful packaging. And so there's this lovely bottle with the, the thing and, and all of the packaging, the whole experience around it is part of what I enjoy about using that product, you know, and, and so the product is protected. The packaging really sets it off. It has all the information on it. It's beautiful. It's this experience. And that's kind of a really good metaphor for building brand protection around your product, that it's got all of this um, support, this goodwill, this um, trust, relationship, 
around your brand. That's the packaging around your brand. That's what brand protection is. And isn't that how large companies, let's say McDonald's, Taco Bell, I'm hungry, it's lunchtime. So that's what's coming into my head. But you know, all of those companies have had issues. But because they have loyal customers, because customers mm -hmm. know what to expect, because customers can talk about the benefits and, and why they um, either eat or buy their whatever product it is, that when something goes wrong, there is some leeway there. There's trust there. The trust bottle has been filled a bit. And that's why it's so important to continuously go back to the basics and have your people who are your customers, who become your brand ambassadors, talking about you, building customer loyalty and leading to brand protection PR. One of the things we teach in our media training is our active listening face. So we wanna know, do you ever get frustrated at the lack of knowledge surrounding CBD and how do you handle that? You know, it's, it, it's like that, 101 level um, education, and it can be frustrating if you're being bothered, um, you know, bothered or asked by a reporter, hey, I just don't get CBD, and you just want to scream, what do you mean you don't get CBD? It's been around for a long time, but you can't do that. Um, or so how about, how is it, it's not legal, is it? It's yeah. like right. Oh, boy. <laughs> Yep. They hear that one quite often too, I'm sure. So we want to know um, if you get frustrated and if you do, how do you handle it? And we may offer some strategies on how you can better do that in the future. If you have questions. Listening face is one of those strategies. <laughs> no Absolutely. rolling of the eyes, no, yeah. guys. <laughs> Are yep. you kidding? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> so how do you make it more, um, how do you make this education piece more interesting and informative? Um, it's you don't want to sound like the teacher in Charlie Brown. Wah, 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 wah. You know, it's it's difficult to do that. Um, how do you draw people in? In, in MNC, we've been running ads about our vlogs on CBD brand protection PR for months without any problems. And that wasn't the case until earlier this year. Um, and here is why. When you think back in uh, mid-2019, Facebook actually relaxed its outright ban on CBD products. I mean, we were getting flagged every single Friday. I would have to submit these conversations for review right. just because it mentioned CBD in the title. And man, it was a pain in the butt. Uh, but thankfully, they relaxed that a bit. So advertisers are allowed to run ads for topical hemp across Facebook. That's great. However, you still run into that problem of not being able to talk about ingestible CBD in your ads that direct people to landing pages where products um, are, are allowed. And these are legal products, but you can't link back to that landing page for them. So we have talked to a lot of CBD business owners about this problem because it's a major pain point for them. And what they have told us is Facebook is not allowing um, targeted ads, but if you follow the rules and you got to get right down to the fine print with that, you're going to be okay. Um, with that, it, it's a bit of a headache and it will take some time, some investigative time on your part, uh, but it can work if you follow the rules. On Twitter, the legal community is actually advising their advertisers to get advanced authorization before uh, running their ads. So before you go out and uh, drop a bunch of money into the production and you know whatever the case may be, just make sure it's okay uh, before you do that. Instagram educational images and videos are probably going to be your best alternative for that, which is great because education, again, should be a fundamental piece 
of your outreach to uh, your customers. And so they're going to tell your friends and position yourself as a go-to expert in the community. But remember, we have talked at length on our conversations about subject matter buckets. And this is a great strategy to constantly come up with your engaging content. Buckets like uh, wellness pictures, maybe CBD benefits without making any medical claims, of course. Um, new research, new strains, as Diane mentioned earlier, the CBG, CBN, uh, labeling, some of the new products that are coming out. It's those types of buckets that you can actually position them. We like to do them daily. And it takes seven times. We love to mention that too. Seven times for something to really sink in from a marketing standpoint to your, um, you know, potential customers and your target audience. And social media is a great way to do that. And if you do have that engaging content and you're getting those organic engagements and likes and comments and shares and retweets, um, you're going to be in a really good spot to help that message spread without necessarily dumping a ton of money into ad spend, which you're probably going to have to do anyway, but it's a good thing to have that content out there um, nonetheless. And that gives me to my next point here, that constant cadence of content, um, not only bringing people into your social media platforms, but also driving them to your website as well, where you certainly have a lot more free range in what it is you can post about. Again, stay away from those medical claims, um, but you can actually show your products and you can have your marketplace set up on there. And you know you can have your education tab where everything you've talked about on social media, you can backlink to, hey, for more information, we've got this great library of content for you to check out. So not only do you look good online, but you're also positioning yourself as a thought leader through that social media footprint onto your website. And, you know, that for us is a pillar of brand protection PR. Now, LinkedIn here, um, I like to think of this as the holy grail, especially when it comes to, um, you know, running your CBD ads. It's important that you look at LinkedIn because you cannot run ads directly for cannabis and CBD products on other um, social media platforms. So it's it's best practice, again, to provide that educational content and information. You don't necessarily want to dive deep into this, but LinkedIn is often overlooked for Facebook and Instagram because that's my little dog's uh, scrapping beneath me. Saying, but, don't overlook it. Don't overlook it. You've got to pay attention. Right? Uh, you too, I'm telling you. But you don't want to overlook LinkedIn because if you think about where your target customer is living, at least on the social media space, chances are they're a professional, they have a little bit of extra money to spend. And I, I like to think that's where they're spending their time. I mean, what about you two? Absolutely. I think it's so very important that LinkedIn is part of your thought leadership strategy. That's where you can really shine. And mm -hmm. still, we're going to go back to always get the basic messaging in there and then you can jump off from that and you can mm -hmm. educate and you can talk about things like Delta eight that's right. coming up and the new hemp guidelines, as far as labeling that are coming up, all those things. That's the, that's the perfect place to show that you're an expert and they can trust you. And remember knowing you, then trusting you and then liking you, which takes all of those social media platforms to really get to May, leads you to customers that are going to be loyal and loyal customers lead to brand protection. And that's really, if you, if you think about how this all works together, that's how you all, you put the whole thing together and then you have a website and that's where you're selling your products. You should not be selling your products every day 
on social media. You should be informing and educating and having some fun. And then maybe one day a week, you're going to do something that's going to lead them back to buy the product because you're developing a relationship with them. And they, you know, you hear it a thousand times, you're dating. So you're not going to ask them to marry you on the first date, hopefully, unless you're in one of those really weird shows that I can't say. <laughs> um, but, but you're developing that relationship and you're developing that loyalty that you throw in there. I have to hear a message seven times before it even begins to penetrate my brain. And as I get older, and that might even be more than seven times. Right? I was just going to say, I, um, I looked up that information last week and the latest research that I could find on that seven times was from 2015. And so right. I would not be surprised at all to find out that with the proliferation of advertising and the splintering of um, media. So in 2015, right. only a few people were listening to podcasts. You know, uh, there were very few, there were a handful of YouTube channels. You know, there were some blogs, blah, blah, blah. Well, now there's an explosion of it. Mm -hmm. So my guess, if I were to get a hold of updated information on that marketing rule of seven, I'll bet you it's marketing rule of 10, 15. Absol oh, 20? 20, Absolutely. Absolutely. 30. I mean, I, I just don't think you can go wrong. Here's the thing. I don't think you can go wrong being so consistent and making sure that that consistent cadence of communication yep. and information just happens over and over and over and over and over again. Um, so that you can be absolutely sure that your message is clear and has been heard. Um, and again, you're adding new people, you're adding new customers. They haven't, they may have heard it once. They haven't heard it 15 times. No, and you they should see it there. on every channel, right, Sarah? I mean, mm -hmm. and the channels are changing. I just, um, for the first time in a year, I was able to spend um, some time with my 80 plus year old parents. They are now on YouTube constantly. I, that's a whole new thing. They were not on YouTube even a year ago. They are now on YouTube constantly. And I think that that's something that you have to take into consideration when you're thinking about who you're reaching out to and that it's not the same content on each channel that you really want to look at the demographics of the channel as well as the demographics that you want to talk to. Certainly YouTube demographics are not people in their eighties, but there is a cohort of people in their eighties. And if wellness and aches and pains and arthritis are part of what your product really, one of your, your product benefits is, is working with people who have these issues that you absolutely want to make sure that what you, what you're saying and how you're saying it, and do you want to put more nostalgic type pictures up if you're mm -hmm. working with people in their eighties, right? P um, pictures that relate back to the forties and the fifties. Um, if you're working with people my age, are you looking at the 80s? That was our heyday, right? The 80s were, that was our time. So, you know, you got leg warmers on there. I'm going to- Leg warmers. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? That's what this one sheet is going to help you do. So um, it'll help you break down, because it's not just one group, mo most right. likely, that you're talking to in your audience. You're talking to multiple groups and that audience analyzer that you can get on movethestairs.com um, it will help you break down those audiences and understand you know what are you what messages might resonate with the boomers what what messages might resonate with the frazzled you know gen x parents 
you know, what messages might resonate with the, 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 how old are you, Jordan? Don't even tell us. We don't want to (laughs) know the babies, the babies. Just say millennial. How's that? Okay. Millennial. (laughs) The almost newlywed. So we want you, right. When you're, when you're using the audience analyzer and when you're brainstorming these ideas, we want you to move the stairs. What does that mean? That means that you look at what life is giving you right then. And you try to make the most out of it. It comes from a time when I was covering my first uh, political campaign and the uh, the candidate was an incumbent. And we knew the candidate was going to win. And when I got into the ballroom, um, I knew I had to get that interview first if I was really going to impress my bosses. And when I looked at the podium, the stairs were leading to my competition. They were on one side. My station was on the other side. So what did I do? I unbolted the stairs and I moved them around to the other side. I moved the stairs. We got the guy first. In fact, the other stations couldn't even get to him because we were so out of position, but the stairs led to us. So how are you going to move the stairs with this information? What ideas are you brainstorming right now? Are you thinking, I mean, have we, have we had you start thinking about, well, if I can now, I didn't think I could really do those Facebook ads, but now I can. What are some of the ad ideas you're thinking of? What are you going to boost? How about on LinkedIn? Have you thought about advertising on LinkedIn? It makes perfect sense. It's more expensive. So you want to know exactly who you're talking to, Mm -hmm. but is it going to get you to that customer who's going to come in and make that sale? So move the stairs and tell us what you're going to be doing to move the stairs with your social media outreach and how you're going to continue to educate over and over and over and keep it interesting for you as well as interesting for your customers. Okay, so, oh, and I want to look ahead to next week. So I'm really excited about next week, um, but I'm not going to be here. But I'm really excited about it anyway. Um, <laughs> is that Sarah and Jordan are going to update you on new rules and regs and help you be prepared for what's coming down, which is a huge part, again, of your brand protection strategy. How do you look forward? This is what journalists do every day. While they're doing that story, they're constantly thinking about what story am I doing tomorrow? What story am I doing next week? What have I talked about that I have to follow up on? We want to help you do that when it comes to CBD and your business. So you don't want to miss next week because there's a lot of stuff coming down the pike and it's going to make a huge difference. And how are you going to communicate about that so that you continue to position yourself as a thought leader and build that customer loyalty? Tell you what, as a former reporter, thinking ahead as to what stories you were going to cover um, brought a lot of anxiety. And we want to take that anxiety away from you as a business owner when you're trying to communicate those changes to your consumers and those who may be asking you questions about it. So be sure to tune into that. Um, Let's move on here and put a bow on this conversation. How the CBD industry is changing. And we've seen a lot here, even in 2021 and 2020. So how can you focus on diversity and inclusion to make sure that that is a core piece or at least a piece uh, to your content strategy? This has never been, at least in my opinion, more important than it is right now. Well, we alluded to it a minute ago. Um, You know, I think it's important to take kind of a broad view of of, Mm -hmm. of, um, diversity. So in MNC, we have a diversity of uh, generations Mm -hmm. so that, you know, we've got boomer, we've got Gen X, we've got millennial. Um, and that's really important to making sure that you you have a thought process around all of the messaging that might relate to different generations. And certainly there are many, many, many components of diversity 
um, that should be explored and, and honored. Um, but I think this gets back to something that we mentioned up top in terms of keeping things fresh, keeping things interesting. Um, so much of the CBD industry right now is going toward um, technology. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, it's CBD and, and, and marijuana were named an essential business in some states. Right here in Colorado, they were when, when things shut down for COVID. Um, you know, there's blockchain involved in it to help, um, you know, track things from seed to bottle, essentially. There's a lot of digital currency. There are drones that um, will keep track of the health of the plants in the field and, and see what they need and how to care for them. Um, and, you know, these are just, this is just part of how the industry is evolving for the people in the know. And it's so exciting and so interesting. And all of those things should be part of your outreach. But remember, that's CBD 401. 501 blockchain, man, that's like grad school, right? That's CBD grad school. Um, you know, you really have got to start with that, that base of uh, information for people who may just be hearing about CBD for the first time and drones and blockchain and, you know, all of that stuff. While it might be fascinating, that's not the information that they need to have at hand so that they can decide whether to purchase your product or not. And, you know, just hearing about CBD doesn't mean that at that moment, they're that interested in whatever they just heard. So they may go on to something else. The perfect, um, my perfect example is Wilfred Scott, who is on CNBC. And he was interviewing a CBD business owner about business and it was clear to me he had no idea that there was no psychoactive impact from basic CBD, none whatsoever. Now, it didn't mean that he had never heard about CBD, but she had to really give him briefly an education on the basics. And she did such a great job because as he was asking the 401 questions, she answered it and saying, Oh, I love that question, but let me go back to this because I want to make sure that you've got exactly where we are with CBD right now. The other thing is we all know is that there's a lot of blends that are coming out, one-to-one, five-to-one with the CBD, THC. There's all kinds of research going on. And how All of that is going to be really important for people to understand what that means, but first they have to understand what the basics are. So no matter what you do, you want to make sure that you are communicating those basics and making sure that people are being um, educated. That also gets back to the diversity and inclusion. Jordan, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, Diane, thinking about the audience who is watching that program on CNBC as well, obviously you are watching and you understand what's going on in the CBD world, right. but you're maybe one out of 10, one out of if 15. That. Yeah, exactly. So it, I, I think that was brilliant of her to take those really high level questions yeah. and bring it down to um, an answer that not only the interviewer understood, but also everybody watching at home. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. I mean, what an opportunity Absolutely. to educate people at a very basic level. That was great. The other thing that I think is so important is um, to use another analogy. Let's think of COVID and shots. We know that there are certain ethnic communities who do not have the confidence to go get the shots. There are probably also certain ethnic communities who would need to have CBD education spoken in a different way. 
you need to think about, are there communities out there who aren't getting your information? And wouldn't mm -hmm. that be a phenomenal way to differentiate what you're doing? So again, you're giving the basics, but you're thinking about how you can move the stairs and take that opportunity and go to that community and really educate that community in whatever neighborhood that you're in or whatever region you're in so that more people can learn about it, but they need to hear about it from their perspective. And that is huge. And, and a respectful, yes. um, you know, appropriate uh, way as well, that you need to be outreaching in an authentic way um, and thinking about, you know, those individual slices of your audience and making sure that you're um, approaching people in a way that they want to be communicated with, right? That's part about part of um, respecting your audience and respecting the people that you're trying to bring into and educate along uh, and turn into loyal customers. And there's great part. There's great partnership opportunities. Um, we're working with another client right now on a whole diversity initiative. One of the first things we're doing is putting together a panel a blue ribbon panel, so we can ask questions and hear their perspective, listen to the words that they use, speak back to them what we're thinking they're saying and what we think will resonate and see if it actually does. All of these things honor that community because mm -hmm. we are working with that community as opposed to us just coming up with messages and thinking, oh, I have to get this message out. How you craft that message is as important as the channels you use to deliver it and then the credibility that you can get from third parties to help you move your message in those specific communities. But it is so important for you to think about this right now. Oh, no. Right She's now. talked herself into frozen. Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> All of us came. Like, I just saw a flash, and it went black, and then here we are. <laughs> are we all back now? I Leave think so. so. I, I didn't right. see anything wonky go down on my screen, but yeah, I um, didn't either. I'm hoping it was just on Sarah's. But anyway, so Jordan, what do you think about all this? I mean, I, I think this has been an incredible conversation, basically starting from the top, working our way, uh, you know, down in, in education levels, you know, beginning with, you know, why educating in CBD is still just so important for your customers and just. You can't assume everyone knows what you're talking about is that great CNBC example, Diane. Um, you know, how to make education in CBD interesting and more informative. What buckets are you going to attack? Um, are you going to use music or sound? And we know videos do really well on social media, just saying. Um, and, you know, could being inclusive in your outreach be a differentiating factor for your CBD education? And maybe that helps position you ahead of your competitors when you're working on that outreach. Um, I, I thought it was a really good conversation today. So we want to know, how are you going to use this brand protection strategy in your own outreach? Let us know, you know, what this sparked in your head as you listen to this or watch this. Uh, and give us, you know, give us some feedback. Give us some comments on uh, how you're going to put this to work in your own business. And just don't get bored saying the same things over and over again. You really, it will take years.
for the majority of this country, let alone internationally, for the people to understand CBD and what it does. And what's really cool is during those years, there's going to be new research and new information, but make sure you always include the basics in your messaging. So we hope that you have had a fabulous time with us today because we have just loved being with you. We always appreciate you taking your time to join us. And we're looking forward to next week. And I will be listening in, guys. I'm just going to tell you. So let us know. <laughs> How can we help you? Drop us a line. Make sure that you chat with us. Send us your questions. And uh, you can look for all of this information on movethestairs.org at mnccommunications.com. I'm sorry, it's movethestairs.com at mnccommunications.com. And we will see you next week.